you have a large catalog and you're wondering how do you use data to merchandise it a little bit better? My name is Stephen Pope. I've got my co-pilot here today. This is my new puppy, Loki. He's a cutie, isn't he? We'll give him a nice little close-up for the Hollywood shot right there. Yeah, look at him. All right, so he's gonna be in my lap while I look at some data. So this is a what's called a market basket analysis. And the goal of this, we're gonna go to one of my SOAP listings and scroll down to the A plus content. And down here, you can see what's called a product grid inside of the A plus content. It's most commonly put at the very bottom of the A plus content. And there's a lot of reasons for why this exists and why it's awesome. AOV, average order value increases when you have a product grid. So if you don't have a product grid, there's your action item immediately, go get one. And the other thing is that you can consider figuring out which items to merchandise with each other. Now, if you only have five products and selling on Amazon, you're just gonna put all five in this product grid, right? But I have an account with 300 SKUs. Uh, we're probably doing too many SKUs and we've probably fallen into the trap of merchandising too much. However, we're gonna use some data to start cleaning this up. Uh, as we scroll further down, we can see videos and then we see competing ads like this. And when we scroll up, we look at the parentage and we can see items connected like this. Now, obviously, if you're parenting things together, more people are going to buy those together. That's going to that's going to, you know, basically cause our data that we're going to look at to connect. However, what we what we're not going to see is somebody's not going to buy macho plus fruity together as much as they're going to buy fruity with good and evil. And there could be a variety of reasons that could be causing that. But as we go into the data today, you're gonna see that there could be ways or strategy on which items we parent together on an advanced side. And then on the less advanced side, which items are we gonna put into the A plus content grid? So that's the goal today. And by the way, I did not look at this data before we go dive in. So I don't know what we're gonna find. Um, but if we look at the data here, this is gonna be in a quarterly range. I do recommend that you change the market basket analysis to quarterly. And the reason for that is you're not gonna be able to make very good decisions if it's only on a weekly basis. So next, we're gonna select by the brand. Uh, we, could, we could set up the category. So if I wanted to do just the soaps, I could do that. I'm gonna leave them in for now. Uh, almost all the items in the top here, we're gonna see are soaps. So, here you can see in Q2, we sold 863 of this unit right here, which is our top seller macho scent. And what we're gonna be looking at is the purchase combination one, two, and three. So I, I don't know if this is gonna be easier to read uh, in the web app like this, or if it's gonna be better to hit a generate download and do some filter work, but we'll, we'll see what this looks like. So, all right, puppy is, not happy. He's an unhappy puppy. He wants to go back to sleep. All right. So let's dive into the data. And the, the first item on the purchase combination is this one right here. And it looks like 6% of people buy this one as well. So masculine connecting to macho. Is that, you know, predictable? Yeah, absolutely. So if we scroll down, and we look at the A plus content grid, do we have macho next to masculine? And the answer is we do not. 
And the mistake that we made in this particular instance is that we put like the old macho set next to each other. And, you know, this was probably good when we first launched because we were trying to associate the fact, you know, hey, we had a, a packaging update, right? Uh, what's interesting is that we still sell a lot of the old one. And, oh, when I click this, check this out. We got, we got the link wrong. So we're showing the wrong picture for the link to go there anyway. So there's clearly like, uh, you know, a large account like mine, if we don't have uh, the A plus content grids correct, uh, that's a challenge, right? We, we, we gotta upgrade the merchandising, which is why this is a great audit to do. Going back to the data, we can see what's gonna be in slot purchase combination two and three. So we're gonna click on both of these, 4% there and a 2% here. So we have, uh, let's see, so that's the masculine. Did I get confused there? Let's scroll back to the left. So the columns are a little large. Can I shrink this down? No. Why are there three bars there if I can't even like, okay, there we go. Okay, I can make it larger, but I can't make it smaller. That makes sense. Uh, maybe the generate download button's gonna be best. Simple view. All right, let's see what this does in progress. Let's see if we hit reload on this. It's going to take a second to download. Usually most downloaded reports out of Amazon take about 30 seconds. Let's see how long this one takes. We'll come back to that. So here, if we scroll back to the left and I got to go back and forth on the scrolling. So I think the Excel file might be superior. So here, here is our root product, which is the macho. Purchase combination in slot one is masculine. So why is masculine showing up twice? That seems really weird to me. There's gotta be something going on with that. Okay, there we go, good and evil. So, so the way that we would redo the A plus content on, on these soaps is we'd, we'd connect those three. We'd have masculine, macho, good and evil. Let's scroll to the right. And then this last one here, would be fruity in that order. One of the things I'm wondering is would the root ASIN affect the purchase combinations of the other ones? So for example, what we just looked at was the fruity one was the weakest link for the macho. So if we go to the fruity one here, what shows up in slot two for fruity is it the same item? And that's what I'm kind of curious to see happen here. So we're gonna go back to purchase combination number one and see what it's linking to. And it's, it's linking to uh, the damsel. So you don't just wanna blindly set up the product grid identically between multiple products based on the first purchase combination. And that's a really enlightening thought. So. When we go to the fruity one, we're gonna link to the damsel with the old packaging. Seeing what else fruity links to, we've got the galactic. So that's the old one as well. So it looks like the new fruity, and let's make sure I'm doing this correctly. Let's look at the raw fruity. So that's actually the old packaging fruity. So I messed that up. So what I wanna do instead is go back to the fruity here, where, where is it? It's the fruity thing this is. That's the damsel. So which one's fruity then? Here we go. So this fruity one right here, if we take that ASIN and go back to the data and we're looking to see which one it links to, let's look at this. 
that goes over to good and evil. So even though I looked at this incorrectly, the point still makes remains the same. You're going to want to link different products based on the purchase combination because somebody who's looking for fruity is more likely to buy good and evil as a cursory additional product. So this is really telling on consumer behavior. Uh, sometimes you want to ignore the data and just merchandise this to like show new products. And that's fine too. Uh, but by doing a market basket analysis, we're going to increase the average order value even further because the data shows there's a cursory interest in these combinations of what should link to what. So let's, let's do this again with, uh, our smudge sticks. So this will switch up the product line. So this is the pack of six on the smudge sticks. And then in slot number purchase combination, number one, let's see if I'm looking at the right one here, go to the left. So here's, here's our smudge sticks. Is that right? No. All right. Let's try this again. So here we go. Now we're on the right line. We're linking over to somebody else's product, the Luna Sundra. So if we go and look at their product, this is not my brand. This is an ASIN that we're probably going to want to target for advertising or try and launch and sell it ourselves because somebody who's buying my Sage Sticks is also buying Palo Santo. And it's kind of a low price point, but 11,000 reviews. So as we scroll down, putting our product as an ASIN target on this, probably a good idea because then we're cross pollinating. Like we would love to show up in their frequently bought together right here and, and take advantage of that. So I'm just curious if our age of sage shows up anywhere on like some of these ads. So I'm going to do control F age of sage and we don't. So this could be an opportunity to try and advertise that ace. We're obviously not going to link to them, but we're going to want to show up on theirs. As we scroll to the right, we're seeing Palo Santo again, and we're seeing frankincense. So there's no products that, that are showing up on my side for combination purchase, but this gives us some advertising ideas. So that's, that's kind of an interesting takeaway as well. Okay. Now I've got the Excel file download in business and we can come in here and sort some of this. So it looks like the filters are lost when you do the download. So we're going to hit the filter button here. And we're going to sort this from largest to smallest in the order. So it matches what we were paying attention to. And then, uh, the other thing we could do is maybe highlight, um, anything greater than 10% and really focus in on those. So let's do greater than we'll say nine on this. And then here, these are all the things that have a high propensity to be purchased together. So if we analyze this, we're, we're going to see some really interesting data, right? So this one is the masculine scent and it's got a 10% with the macho. If we look at the next slime. We're looking at the good and evil pack is getting a 10% with the macho. So that's straightforward. makes sense. Fruity is getting connected with good and evil. Damsel is getting connected with fruity. Fruity old is getting connected with. And I don't even see, okay, it's in the front of the title there. And that's getting connected to the damsel. So 
it's it's interesting to kind of see like which has the highest propensity and then you just scroll down you see something like whoa whoa there's a 38 percent connection here let's go check this one out right let's go back to amazon.com and look up this product and see what's going on with it so this luigi tumbler that we made it's getting a huge connection with the mario tumbler that we have a 38 percent. that means almost one in two people are going to buy two products together that's incredible right like absolutely incredible to see that and we don't even link to it in the product grid that kills me how do we miss that uh brand story also not really up to snuff in my opinion so we're probably going to want to reconnect obviously the parentage here is doing most of the work which is good but how do we not have the product grid cross-linking all of the the products that people are going to buy together that we're trying to cross pollinate and cross merchandise some of these other products but i don't know that seems like a seems like an opportunity we're going to miss so we're going to need a unique brand story for this as well and the other thing too is that sometimes we launch a lot of new products and like we we get a lot of things that do well and a lot of things that don't do well and it's a question of like well how much effort do we want to put into it you know how much resources do we want to invest and and so there's there's some questions on that and and some of the products that i sell uh, come and go and you know they they don't do as well over time because you know there's there's some novelty behind them so if we look at this you know we've only sold two the last seven days 18 the last 30 and if we go back through the data we can see uh the longevity of it and we've sold 36 of it so it's so the question is it's like should i be paying attention to the the skew that sells me 36 units or should i go be paying attention to the one that sells me 900 a month like the soaps there's no question we're going to go invest in the soaps, right? But, but that's still an interesting connection to see, like, hey, Luigi and Mario go well together. Obviously, no, no brainer. Like, somebody's going to buy two of these. Um, but it's good to know, like, where I should be focusing my team. By the way, if you haven't seen this yet, uh, this is a video I did on targeting your followers. So somebody that buys one Luigi cup and they come back and they see, like, oh, there's 10% off. I just, you know, I just need to hit this button here and use this code. I'll grab the Mario for 10% off because I follow the brand. And you can see that over at the store where they're following somebody with the button right there. That's pretty cool uh, to be able to do some of those promotions. I did a more in-depth video. You guys can watch here next and check it out. Uh, but that's the video today on using a market basket analysis, how to prioritize your efforts, how to prioritize which products are linking to each other. Hopefully found that helpful. Leave me a comment if you thought this was interesting. I'd never thought about doing this before. Uh, one of my brand managers actually came up with the idea and now i'm doing a video to demonstrate like how strategic it is it's, i think it's a great merchandising talent opportunity being able to use data to select which goes where everybody's going to want to jump on this thanks for watching